0: What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. Today we're breaking down week 17 of the NFL slate and recapping Thursday Night Football where we saw the Cowboys take care of business in Tennessee. And as always, go down to like and subscribe before you hop into it and drop a comment of your favorite bets and your favorite locks of the weekend. And these are your hosts, I'm Paul. Pick a win, I'm Concha, and I'm joined with...
1: Hey man, Papa Rock, fuck a sock. It's your boy Lil' KK, a.k.a. Kev Water Voices, boy. A.K.A. the realest motherfucker on your screen right now, and we talking this shit. I'm not gonna lie to you, Paul. I watch. I was watching this game, and every time I saw somebody's name get called for the Titans, I was like, "Yo, who the fuck is this guy? Like, who, who, who is this motherfucker?" Like, I've never seen none of these players before. I seen Traylon Burks. I seen all Robert Woods, but I mean, who are these, who are those people?
0: It was a a handful. Of, what was it like a handful of mischiefs or whatever? Like, they just got some of these random players just the I've never seen a team just give up on a week in football when they haven't already, like, clinched the playoffs. Like, I to, I, this is my first time ever. Like, because the Titans, none of this week, I guess this didn't matter. Uh, we'll see Jacksonville next week.
1: Bro, that was like a San Antonio, like, that was a Greg this type move. Like, yeah, doesn't matter. I'm sorry.
0: And Frable's a football guy. He's the last person I would expect to just be like, yeah, this game
1: don't matter. Maybe, maybe the boys is really that injured. Because, you know, the boys last year, they had. Open injuries. So maybe he's just like, you know what? You got to maneuver.
0: Well, I find it funny because in the, another game later that we're going to bring it up is the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Texans. And like, they asked Doug Peterson if he, and he's like, are they keeping score? Hell yeah, my boys are going to play. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> gangster. Gangster. That's what I'm saying. Like, the Titans really might not make like, the playoffs. And like, I'm rooting for it because that take would be so nice.
0: <laughs> but into but, this game, boy, what did you, like, Dak. The turnovers. that's just like, I will, if, if if Matt Ryan was still starting, if there was a game I would tell everyone to play, like, every week, anytime Dak makes an interception or Matt Ryan throws or, or loses the ball, let's take some shots, and you will guarantee that you'll be fucked up by whenever, like, the end of the game.
1: I mean, so, I look at this one. I mean, the one interception to CD him, he did kind of bounce out of him. it. Yeah. That one, but, I yeah, that one's understandable. But there was still a fumble. Like niggas, motherfuckers, I mean, individuals are giving away those ball like it's nothing right now. And that's not that's not okay. That's not gonna fly high against them against the Eagles team with Jalen Hurts. Against a motherfucker. That probably won't even fly high against the Vikings because they are if they can get a take they can get takeaways. Because you already know they're gonna give up thirty points. If they can get takeaways to just help smooth that over. This is not gonna help them in the playoffs. But I mean they did win. They played on um, – I feel like Trevon Diggs was scheming for an interception. There was, like, two of them that it looked like if he had just hit the right angle and one of them fell out of his hands and the other one was like, if he just caught the right angle. But the Cowboys are the Cowboys. They're going to win the games they're supposed to win. And I expected them to do it by a bigger lead. But, like, they didn't impress me or nothing.
0: You know, Nashawn Wright got the last-minute interception to cast the interception prop for me. And the Dak interception prop cashed early, but the interceptions an issue. But shout out T. Y. Hillen. back to back another fifty yard game, the boys earning earning all his bucks. He's uh, I was kind of laughing it off like, oh, he's not gonna do much more. He had four catches for fifty yards. Like he he actually he's legitimately stayed in football shape. There are some other players who uh, they say they did, and you they, they were flat out lying when you saw him on the field again.
1: Nah, for real, and like. That boy was sitting on the couch two weeks ago. So, like, I'm glad you brought that up. But what about this Titans team, man? Can they beat the Jags next week?
0: With this AFC South, bro, with the Texans finding ways to win still and actually fighting to win games and then uh, the way the Colts just, like, Some games put up 30, and then some games put up three. Like, it's it really anything could happen. And then AFC South may be the funnest division to watch because you never know what the fuck is really going to happen with these teams. We At least with other teams, you know whether or not they're probably going to win or they're going to lose. These teams, it really, you just never – because even this game, it was kind of close going into halftime. It was like 10-6, and then they're keeping pace. Uh, Cowboys scored out of half. Titans go up and score out of half. It was really just the fourth quarter with the Titans – like, clamp shit down on the defensive end and, like, uh, secured the win. But I, uh, it wasn't like they were getting blown out all game. So, it was, like, you just never know with these teams. Who knows? Jacksonville, Uh, they're showing stats for the last, like, six games. Trevor Lawrence has thrown, like, 14 touchdowns to one interception, 1,200 passing yards. He's looking great. But then there might be a, that last game of the year when everything matters. He might just go out there and throw three interceptions. So, this will be the the the, the – the AFC South is the funnest division to watch. It's also the, you just never know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, I fuck with them. I'm not going to lie to you. This is a fun year as fuck. But, but on oh, to week 17, man. How are your games looking Saturday games this week? No Saturday. It's all,
0: every game is on Sunday except for the Monday game. But we're starting oh. off the year of football. The January 1st, New Year's football, baby. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm old school ass motherfuckers. Man, I don't want to see game. I guess we'll watch. I'll watch the um. You know, I actually got a call to work the Gator Bowl today at um, Jack the Jaguar Stadium. You did but, tell me
0: about this. It was yeah, a... but,
1: but they took they called me last night. Like I was like, bro, like I live in games, bro. Like give me as You gotta kind of finesse that, but it's okay. I'm glad that ESPN and them and them boys still hitting me up, so that feels good. But on the week 17, what game we starting off with first, man?
0: Well, I got. I'm gonna start drinking early. I got my drinks in front of me. We're gonna talk. The, as you can see, I'm not. I'm not even wearing the shirt today.
1: Wow. We're talking
0: the New England Patriots at home, favored by two and a half points against the Dolphins. Big game right here. The Jets are hoping we lose because then the Jets' hopes for playoffs is still alive. Um, Dolphins. Like as a fan, I do not want to wait till the last game of the year to decide if we're going to the playoffs. We have to win this game, like I, I especially against the Jets with Mike White and a good defense, and two are still concussed. So Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Two Gloves will begin to start.
1: Teddy covers, man. Teddy
0: covers. I'm happy but you
1: remember that. I looked at. That's all I remember his name as now. I don't even know who Teddy Bridgewater is anymore. But um, I look at the. I look at this game as interesting because you guys can show your destiny. I was explaining this to a very fine young lady that um the dolphins are really in a position where they can control their destiny. They have two games against the Patriots and the Jets. So motherfucking who's in the who's the who's the seven and eight who's the eight and nine? The Patriots and the Jets. So like they control the their, but I also told her about how the Colts were in the same position last year. And they because the Colts lost two two games in a row at the last they, they literally turned the whole week eighteen upside down. The first ever time we had a week eighteen, and it was the craziest week eighteen of the ever. So motherfucking another division
0: this, in week eighteen with their last game, divisional rival.
1: This is this is just interesting, man. This is game seven in football. So like, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I would low key hope for the Patriots to come handle that because I want to see the Jets. Honestly, y'all boys and the Jets go ahead of that defense. And y'all defense, like, yeah, Matt, Matt Dick, Mike White trying to get his, will his team to the playoffs. Is Tua gonna play? Like, I would love to see. No Tua. Out. There won't be any that's Tua. Like.
0: At least from what I'm seeing, Tua might not play for if, until we make postseason.
1: But they're talking about people over here talking about Tua should never play again. Like, see, Tua but
0: that, that's the media, and that pisses me off because someone point, like, Kenny Pickett's on his second concussion. Boy, hey, and he's a rookie. How come no one's coming at him? And it's all because Tua happens to be five foot ten and eleven. And as some people say, not me, not blonde hair, blue eyed white guy, and I mean, a lefty. That's that's what the rumors are saying. They saying all because of these factors. That's why people don't want to see my boy shine. And he ain't
1: saying, but when you check the stats, you know what I'm just saying. But no, that's some real shit, man. Bro, I want to see what y'all can do, man. Ah, oh, man. I know you're taking the Dolphins, but, like...
0: Let oh, me hear it, Kat. I, Tell me.
1: I don't fuck with McCorkle. Like, I really don't. But, like, Teddy Teddy covers against Bill, a Bill Belichick defense. has gotten a takeaway and like, I want to say three of the last four games. but I don't want to say they've scored on a takeaway in, like, three of the last four games.
0: Has been great defense.
1: Oh, my gosh. Two and a half points. And, you know, recently, is it in New England? Yes,
0: Patriots are at home.
1: Ah, we are man. 3
0: and 5 on away games, they're 3
1: and 4 at home. Oh ah, man, And Mike McDaniel's. What, what is, let me let me hear some Mike McDaniel's magic. Any word from Mike McDaniel?
0: Mike McDaniels has been getting his ass ate by the fucking presser's about every two a question in the book. So like he he doesn't have time to do his Mike McDaniel magic with the media. He's kind of playing defense with the media right now. He's playing good defense, a little bit full court press, sometimes a little bit of half court press. He's switch, switching up the zone here and there.
1: See, here's my thing, because here's my thing, and I gotta hurry up. Bill Belichick t- against
0: first year coaches, I have heard that a lot.
1: Now, nah, here's my thing. So, I want to take the Patriots because it would just it just makes me, as a non Dolphins fan, it just makes the world just so much better to see that next week is gonna be crazy, but. The Patriots, I feel like, have only scored when they were down and out. Like these last two games, they probably have put they put um numbers on the board, but they really they really didn't do that until they were getting all the way fucked up, and they still lost because it wasn't enough at the end. So I don't know what they're gonna look like in a in a ten seven game in a, in a game going into the fourth quarter. Like they really haven't looked any promising unless they're down by fifteen.
0: So you're rocking with my Dolphins. You come join the dark side.
1: The dark-ass side, Paul. That's a dark-ass
0: side. <laughs> we in the shady alley right now.
1: I'm not going to lie. I'm going to flip a coin. I'm going to flip a coin. If that man says KO, it lands on the red, we going Dolphins. If it lands on the yeah hey, I don't even blame you, bro. Right. Don't even blame you. On right, we go going the we Patriots.
0: While he's flipping his coin, I'm going to give out my prop. My prop of the game is Teddy Bridgewater over 223 and a half passing yards. Teddy B got that one start earlier this year, and he threw for 300 yards against the Jets. So, I, this Patriots defense nowhere near as good, and you just can't stop Waddle and, uh, Waddle and Tyreek on both sides. What's the coin say, Kev?
1: Oh, man, we going Dolphins. All right.
0: <laughs> starting to show off on the same foot. Uh, might as well uh, jump over to the Atlanta game. since We got the Atlanta Falcons against the – Arizona Cardinals, bird-on-bird bird action, Falcons at home. They're favored by five-and-a-half points, Kev. Y'all are some big favorites this week. And uh, Colt McCoy is out due to concussion protocol. I'm going to find you. They just picked up somebody off the street. Uh, he did he does have playing experience, though. I'm just trying to find him for us. they Their player that they picked up, David Blau. Former oh, Lions quarterback, I believe.
1: David
0: Blau, you know about the motherfucker nobody's ever heard of. Yeah, so they picked up David. Uh, so but uh, Cole McCoy out, Tracy McSorin's not getting the start. David Blau should be more accurate, they believe, than McSorin. But I mean he still got D Hop, still got Hollywood Brown, still got the weapons. Falcons though five and a half favorite. I mean, do you feel good about this, Kev? Is this are you feeling like you're about to stomp out these Cardinals?
1: I mean, I look at our team as another team that probably doesn't really that doesn't really show out until they kind of have to. So, but we'd have been picking up steam some games or some games by picking up early on by picking up um by scoring early in the game by scoring in the first half. So, this I don't like the five and a half favorite. I think that's a little high. I would have gave it. I would like the three and a half if I was a betting man, me personally. But as a motherfucker that's on the streets living his life. We gotta fuck them boys up because Desmond Ritter, this he's gotten better. He got better. He's gotten better from the first game to the second game. Let's see another continuation of getting better. We gotta deal with JJ Watt, big ass, and he only got like two games left. So, he, oh Pat McAfee and the boys talking about he might get four sacks. And AJ Hawk agreed. I was like, fuck y'all. But retirement game. Yeah, we got um. But D Hop key hurt banged up because of his knee. I got the um. I got the notification about that in fantasy. So that's that's gonna be an interesting dynamic, but at this end of this day, like we gotta show that like I don't give a fuck that we're not making the playoffs. Fuck this tanking for a better pick, like motherfucking. Let's go out there and win a fucking game. Let's be proud of ourselves. Let's do some big shit.
0: See, I wanted. I'm 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 gonna go with my gut. Give me the uh. Give me the Falcons. It's, it doesn't really look better last week. I feel like he's played against two tougher defenses this week. He's going up against a Cardinals defense with no Buddha Baker. And they just haven't looked like they could stop it. They let Tom Brady come back and look good while doing it. So,
1: no Buddha? Oh, I mean, pray for him. Let's hope that he makes a speedy recovery and all that But you don't got to deal with a motherfucker like Buddha on defense. Woo.
0: Next game. We have the Lions 7-8 and eight, at home as a six-point favorite against the Justin Fields, the lead, the Bears. Another big, big favorite on the slate right here. I mean, it's a, a divisional game. I think six points is kind of big for a divisional game. And, like, the Lions' defense kind of shows, holes. a lot of – like, they're still bottom-ranked in pass defense. Not that great. Like, middle of the pack against the run. So, they're not that great of a defensive unit still. And last time they played, remember, it was a shootout, and then Justin Fields throws the pick six to Jeff Okuda, game over. So, like, I don't know how to really lean on this game. It It's a close one. How about you, Kev?
1: I mean, this um, – I'm actually – it's funny because the preview for this game is actually on my TV right now, so I'm looking like, yeah, I got the stats. But um, this game's interesting. I mean, this line, this Bears – I think that's a – I think the spreads are fucking ridiculous this week. Like that Patriots spread, I would have probably brought that down at least to a pick. I would left that as a pick, I'm not gonna lie to you. But two and a half isn't that bad, motherfucking. This spread, the, the Falcons spread was shitty. This spread is shitty as fuck. Cause this pick, this this Bears defense got two picks on Josh Allen last week. It's like they're not snows they're not no, they're not no hoes. They're not no slouchers. The boys are actually gonna come through and try to play for real, but. I think Jared Goff, especially Jared Goff is going to come through and have a decent game, especially with Amon Brown-St. Brown hitting 1,000 yards. Shout out that boy. And then um Dave's defense let them Panthers run all over their ass last week, straight up, up and down, just stomped on their fucking faces. So they got to tighten up. I think this defense coming for blood. Aiden Hutchinson, if he's playing, he's going to go. He's going to be a fucking force to reckon with. Justin Fields is probably his best plays are going to be on the feet, and if he relies on that, I really if they if they can't get nothing going in the pass game, which they haven't really done too crazy, I really don't see this be another shootout. I think this could be a two score game.
0: Like the Lions have a shitty pass defense, the Bears have a shitty run defense, and I think that's when the Lions look the best is when like when do they look bad is when Jamal Williams has his twelve carries for twenty yard type of games. Yeah. This week, I I see him having a pretty decent day. Him you and he's
1: still leading everybody in touchdowns. All the running backs.
0: I'm not too sure. I know he he was at one point. He's probably still lives. He's right up there. If not,
1: like I think Brad like at like 11. Last time I checked, he had like 13 or 14.
0: But yeah, I we we agreed a lot. I'm gonna keep agreeing with you. I'm gonna take the Lions as well. I just think they're gonna be able to run the ball, and then Goff's gonna look decent enough. And Fields, he's still a little bit banged up.
1: Hey America, can you see this? I think Paul's trying to play some str- some, str- some strategic ass shit on my ass. Well, like we've been agreeing a lot about the gone by two. No, cause I can't
0: I can't force nothing. It's only you only have a two game lead, so like I gotta I can't be going off the wall in some of these games. I gotta keep I gotta keep my
1: budget in. You gonna catch me slipping. I knew I knew you ain't like the Falcons for real. <laughs>
0: Next game, the Giants at home. They're five-and-a-half-point favorites against the Colts. Nick Foles is starting once again this week. How do we see this game breaking down, Kev?
1: Well, the Giants, so – wait, it's the Giants versus the Colts? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Giants Giants at
0: home, Giants five-and-a-half-point favorites. Nick Foles starting for the Colts still.
1: That was crazy. I thought the Giants played the Browns this week for some reason.
0: That's Washington, same division. Oh,
1: Washington! That's why I got that mess mixed up. So because um, Aaron Rodgers and the boys—they're um, hoping fans. for Washington, yeah. So, or pulling um, for the Browns. So motherfucking um, oh man, this is interesting. I think that just Giants team needs to be rolling into the playoffs. Motherfucking.
0: They started off seven and two. Now they're eight six and one
1: and they should have lost that game against the motherfucking um uh, reds about against the Collins.
0: Hey, but you can also give them the same hand of the that Vikings game, like a sixty-one yard field goal to end the game on and it was kind of tough.
1: Uh, but they deserve they lose that game, fucking was. But Saquon did score the touchdown, and Daniel Jones looked good. And I think this is what this is a Daniel Jones game. Daniel Jones has to look good in this game. They want to win.
0: I'm taking the Colts here as an underdog on the road. Ooh. And it's just because of Brian DeBall and his game plan against um, this Colts defense that has looked great, even though they're not winning games, they still look great. I expect Shaquan Barkley that we could put into a box. I got a prop. Shaquan Barkley under 77 and a half rushing yards. We've seen games where he's just been taken out of it. And the Colts' defense definitely is able to take people out of it. And if they take Barkley out of it, like you said, it's going to be on Daniel Jones. He just doesn't have the receivers, like anyone. He has Richie James, Isaiah Hodgins, um, Darius Slayton. Like, these people will be wide receiver three and four. They are wide receiver three and four. They just kind of have nobody left. So. Like, and I just see the Colts' defense. Kenny Moore is a dog. I just see them really stepping up in this game. I wouldn't even be sparked if if I have a defensive touchdown. I would take that prop. I'm not going to give it out officially because it's some long shot odds. But don't be shocked when you see a a defensive touchdown by the Colts this week.
1: I I respect that because the Colts do have a sneakily good defense. But I like the Giants' defense against this O-line. You got this – this defensive, this pass rush led by Kayvon Thibodeau has been looking like a dog all rookie season. Really, like I don't. This more is a problem, and like, don't get me wrong. The team, these team does. This Giants team does have to play like Michael Parsons and DeMarcus Lawrence twice, um, twice a year. So they've seen better um pass rushes, but like, oh no, I got that mixed up. But they've seen um, but um. I like this Giants' capable Kevon Thibodeau and them boys to really get through, especially right. on Nick Foles. Especially this bad Colts' O line on Nick Foles, and I don't and they don't have a run game to deal with. Like Zach Moss is a new um starting um running back, he got like yeah, he's he's in.
0: he's been a dud. he was a dud on the Bills, he's been a dud on the Colts. I think he'd rather give Dion Jackson the work road. Someone did say, and it might be true. It's a rumor on the streets that hey, trade for Zach Moss. So the season's already over with. Get him, run his knees into the dirt for the rest of the season, and let Jonathan Taylor sit until next year. That might be the. That might be what happened.
1: I believe it. You be smart. Like there's nothing they can do this season. And like I was an MVP candidate last year.
0: All right. So first split of the uh, slate. Next game. We got Broncos going to the Kansas City. the The streak is on the line. If the Chiefs beat the Broncos this week, they have the longest consecutive wins with like fifteen or sixteen straight wins against the Broncos. Patrick Mahomes has never lost to the Broncos in his whole career. Um, Chiefs are six and one at home. They're like Russell Wilson. They just fired the head coach Hackett. Maybe it's a get up game. Maybe the guys didn't like Hackett as much as people think because he kind of got paid a lot of money, but not really doing much. Like he was offensive coordinator for the Packers with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, and he just got a big fat contract. Maybe they didn't really like him for real. Who knows? So maybe it's a get-up game for the Broncos to make the, the the show that they still can ball. But in my opinion, Ertis dead. Like the I don't touch them. They like the only reason this game was even competitive last time was because Mahomes was playing with his food, throwing a couple interceptions before halftime, throwing another one after halftime, and. I don't, I do not expect a similar performance. Even though the Broncos got a great defense, it's I just don't expect it. You don't see Mahomes throw three interceptions common. Like it's not gonna happen again. So I just think this is uh, Chiefs all the way.
1: Bro, I was listening to the mic up with Mahomes last week. He was so turned the fuck up. Oh man, they're not playing. The boys is not playing right now in Kansas City. So. I really wanted to give this the get-up-game type of um, mindset. Like, yo, maybe maybe this is their chance. They really could do Because the Chiefs are known for getting fucked up by, like, somebody bad every year. This year it was the coach. And that was one year it was the Falcons. Like, they just used to. They just know for getting fucked up. So, but not this Denver Broncos team. I like that the rallying behind Russ right now. They, he's a great guy. Hey, Ooh, everybody's everybody's becoming team. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, you're number three. Ooh, like they're fucking reversing right now. But like this Broncos team is horrible. Eh? And this Chief teams, I think they want that number one seed. They wanted to, they want to run through a the AFC championship to run through motherfucking um Kansas City. Cause I don't know if they could go to um, Buffalo and beat the Bills.
0: That's true. Uh, yeah but both on the Chiefs don't have to second think that one it's a simple pick next game finally I mean another kind of big we have yet to have a spread within a field goal other than the Dolphins game but uh Philly Dolphin Eagles with Gardner Minshew five and a half point favorites against the Saints Saints need this win for their playoff hopes to stay alive so how do you how do you expect this Do do you think they find a way to win Stay alive in the playoff line or is Gardner Mitchell gonna put them boys out?
1: That's crazy. My own um, TV's switching to the um to the game right now for the preview. We've been hitting that bitch perfect. But um no, nah, the Saints are they're not dead, but them boys suck. I mean, they did they look good last week because um Alvin Kamara was looking straight at taste and they figured out how to get the Taysom Hill um taste Taysom Hill for that game. So they did get a win last week. Good for them. But it was against the Browns. Like this Eagles team just lost. after a Shitty game run up. defense, really shitty run defense. Yeah, this Eagles team just lost after game. What they put thirty? Put, they still put up thirty four on the fucking um, chat on the fucking Cowboys with their um backup quarterback. Like this team is still a fucking um, problem. Like you still got to deal with Devontae Smith. Still got to deal with AJ Brown. Miles Sanders better not fumble this motherfucking ball. Like. This offense is still the same offense. It's just you don't. There's not a big running threat.
0: Lane Johnson is out. The tackle. Interesting. That is gonna be big. So, uh, they do. They have Cameron Jordan. Big ass might have a, a easier way to the quarterback this week. But that's the only big thing on the Eagles' side, I think.
1: I respect it, but like they have to play against the Marcus Lawrence last week and Michael Parsons. So like. They come. They come ready. They got. They better come ready and respecting you know, on good players. So I think it's going to be interesting what this same offense looks like against this defense. Because doesn't one of the corners come back? Doesn't? is not Bradbury hurt? DJ
0: Johnson Garner probably coming back this
1: week. Mm-hmm. So to see this defense and then. If they win this game, do they lock up the number 1 seed or do they already They lock
0: lot? up the division and I believe the number 1 seed, but if they lose this game, maybe not the number 1 seed cuz the Vikings is right on their ass. But if they lose this game and the Cowboys win out and then the uh, Eagles lose the next game, that the Cowboys could take the number 1 seed in the AFC. I mean NFC.
1: That's good cuz they beat the fuck up the Vikings. Oh, that's crazy. So, yeah, yeah, so I'll, they
0: have to win at least one of these games to keep the Cowboys in second place.
1: I'm I'm rooting for um the Eagles. AJ Brown and them boys is gonna um, make my boy Garner Minshew look real good, especially when he's throwing it over the top. But it would be fun if they lost it just to make this shit interesting next week. I'm I'm going for whatever's interesting next week, but I got the Eagles.
0: I got the Eagles, too. If they didn't have such a great defense, I could probably – I could see a way – like, if Kamara could run, then, okay, this game could be interesting. But the fact that the Eagles could really shut down that run game and then it's Andy Dolan against that second – yeah, it's like Eagles all the way. Next game, the Bucs at home. Mark is supposed to come on for this episode. He couldn't make it. It was for the NFC Championship game, as he called it. The Bucs at home against the Panthers here. Pan- uh, Panthers win this game. They're sitting in first place. The Buck. This is this is the biggest game of the week in my eyes, really, in terms of a lot of like what's at stake for teams. Panthers versus Bucks. Bucks faded by four points. Bucks at home. They're four and four at home. Panthers are one and five at on a away game. Who Who steps up here? We got Sam Darnold versus Tom
1: Brady. Oh, man, I think this is interesting because J.C. Horn is not playing. I think that's something that's a big deal that nobody's really talking about. So, we got to deal with the Panthers defense that's missing a very essential player and the Bucks who really have looked shitty on every team, but they start running no huddles in the fourth quarter and that's kind of where they kind of make something happen. They've done it, like, what, two games in a row? Maybe yeah, eight.
0: when Brady's making his own calls.
1: Yeah, and too,
0: and they have, and you know the Panthers stomped them boys out earlier this season,
1: and Todd Bowles got into the fucking locker room last week and talking about some. I'll see you guys Wednesday, oh, man. So the boys <laughs> only practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I peep that. So maybe Saturday too. Maybe walk through Saturday, but. Yeah, I don't like this Bucks team and I would actually like to see the Panthers go to the playoffs because they have a chance to catch a good matchup and winning the game. So if this Panthers team can run, if they're Mm -hmm. winning, they win games when they run the fucking ball. I don't expect them to run for 300, and I bet you the motherfucking Bucks are gonna key in on the run. But if they can run this motherfucking ball and and just have the short the short game with um Sam Darnold, plays take it back to old school, man, play some Steelers football. Good run, good run, and good defense, and then make this shit work.
0: Make that shit work. So, I have a feeling that the Bucks are going to key in on that run game. Like that's what they ran for, like two hundred and something yards against them um, the first time they played, and that's why I think Sam Darnold might have his best game of the season. Oh I think I think honestly like this could be I'm looking at his I'm gonna go I'm trying to find his props right now. Or is it the Bucks? Because I didn't even think about this, but as I'm saying here breaking down the game, yeah, Sam Darnold over 184 and a half passing yards. Give me that prop. I expect them the run game might get stuffed here or there, and then Sam Darnold hit a mean play action, DJ Moore, Terrence Marshall Jr. And I feel like they're just gonna have some fire. They're gonna have Steve Wilkes seems like someone who's coaching for this job. He never expected nah, nah, nah. that he, he could be a fucking head coach in the NFL. And here he is winning games, and he has a shot to take a team that everyone gave up on to the fucking playoffs. Oh, yeah. Like, he's coaching for his fucking job. And we saw it with the Raiders last year when they had to fill in interim head coach, and he was coaching his ass off to get the Raiders there. And I, I'm, I'm writing that story right here with my boy Wilkes.
1: Mm, and not how the Raiders look right now. Stupid motherfuckers.
0: Yeah, and don't make the same mistake. As they did with the uh, getting rid of literally the the with someone else helping them win.
1: I was in Basato's the special teams coach for the Packers right now. Yeah, hey, you see how hey, you see how good that special teams are going. On. They got that returner in the box, that they be for that boy. They fucked it
0: up. Hey, it's because the Italian, bro. You want you want to hear something funny? I heard from an Italian the other day. What? You know how you double your money? You fold it and put it in your pocket. <laughs> fucking genius I like
1: that I like that I'm taking that
0: But Give me that Italian stallion Give me the fucking uh, Panthers here Kev okay? You riding the Panthers with me Or are you, are you Taking the booty pirates
1: We'll take your booty pirates Oh Damn I thought I, I thought, we, the, I thought we connected taking, Kev I'm taking I'm taking the Panthers man Okay 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 I'm happy I'm happy I like said, protect your booty pirates because the Panthers are going to run all over them.
0: Next game, the commies at home, two point favorites against the Browns here. Packers need the commies to lose this game if they have any hope for the playoffs or at least one of their games. But the Browns, the Sean Watson shit hasn't been looking well. So let's we'll see, we'll see how that looks this game.
1: The Browns are horrible. The Reds can, the commies have been looking better, but. Is Carson Wentz starting
0: this game? Carson Wentz is getting the the starter. I think he's a smack in the face to Heineke, right? You just had someone that took it again. What did we just say about the Panthers? Don't smack the guy in the face after he just turned you around from a nobody into the playoff scenario.
1: Hell yeah. I think um that's the done. That if you started Heineke this game, I would have been like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, spit. But Easy win, easy dove. Mm-hmm.
0: I will say Heineke hasn't looked perfect though. There are, he is pitching like one eighty a game passing, so it's not like he's balling. It's just he's finding ways to win.
1: I was gonna say he's tempting Tebow on a motherfucker. Like he, he's 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 playing well when he needs to play well, and the defense is keeping him in the game. So like it's a good it's a good trade off.
0: Are you so are we riding the? The curse of Deshaun Watson and the Browns for that, that like the Browns are forever cursed for signing Deshaun Watson, or are we gonna take the Carson Wentz curse commies here?
1: The Browns will forever be cursed because they, they're called the Browns. <laughs> like 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 they weren't creative, but they they said, yo. We, we they said we can bring a football team to Cleveland. We're gonna call them the Browns. Yeah, no. Nah. That's when that's when they said, you know what? Yeah, we're never gonna watch this team be good, except for when they have a dude named Jim Brown.
0: And then but, they put an elf on the field for the fuck of it.
1: Yeah, that was terrible, and that's why that team does not play well. I mean, Nick Chubb has been has been um kind of ghost the last couple of weeks. I haven't really heard too much about Nick Chubb, so we see what goes down. But I'm gonna take um my eyeglasses, not the bronze. Who else talking? About? Commies. Yeah, I'm definitely taking the commies. Dang, I'm taking the commies because I like Ron Rivera as the coach right now. But, like – Carson Wentz
0: so. could go in there, throw three interceptions, and get sacked six times, fumble oh. one of
1: them. And I do think Deshaun Watson sucks. Commie's got a
0: great defense. I mean, Brown's got a good passing defense, not a good run defense.
1: What about the – um? what about the um? commies? What their run defense looking like right now? Uh,
0: I I can get you the stats real quick. They're not ranked in the top uh, eight. I have the top eight in front of me. Let me get the full list in front of me. I know that they have the eighth best pass defense only allowing 199 yards per game. The Browns have, like, the eighth worst run defense allowing 134 yards per game. Let me see. Defensive leaders. Let's go to you said uh, their rush defense, yeah. Uh, they allow 114 yards per game, which is on like it is like 12th in the league, which isn't bad,
1: not terribly. I was scared for a second, so I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go commies in this one, and then let just but everything has been going the pack way recently, so like you're, the Browns just. Pull one out. Is it in, um, is it in it's Washington? It's in Washington. Oh, yeah. I'm taking in the
0: commies. So, I'm going to take the commies, too. I think their defense is going to – like, Watson's just looked so bad, and now he's going up against a really good defense. I think he's only going to look worse. And then Chase Young has another game to, like, where he's finally getting back into rhythm. Like, people want, I don't know. Like, I just, I just can't – I cannot back Deshaun Watson with the way he played. And, like, I don't care if it's Carson Wentz. Because Carson Wentz still could go out there and throw for 350 and three touchdowns and look fucking great. It's just, he has no He has no in-between. It's either he balls or he's the reason you lose.
1: Yeah, that motherfucker is shitty. So, yeah, I'm going to take – And I feel like if Carson Wentz is really tripping, they'll take him out second half. And then that's when Heineke flourishes. He's the new Fitzmagic.
0: Heineke, he needs to come out with some fire-ass song, too, that happens. Like, have him, like, in the second half of that happens, have everyone already out there and have Heineke come out last with some, like, music, you know, get the, like, get the fans going. Yeah, uh, yeah. Next game. Uh, All right, Next game, we got the Texans at home. Three-point underdogs against the Jaguars. It's as simple as, I think, the Jags' best team in this division. Give me the Jaguars. I know the Texans won that game last week, and – People and they've been looking kind of mighty in these few weeks leading up to it, but the Trevor Lawrence is looking mightier. Like the way that he's fourteen touchdowns, one interception. Like compared to, he has better stats than Patrick Mahomes in the last like seven games. Over the last seven games, uh, they came out with the stats. Mahomes two thousand one hundred yards, sixteen touchdowns, five interceptions. Lawrence nineteen hundred passing yards, fourteen touchdowns, one interception, hundred and eight passing per uh uh Like, his numbers are comparable with any of the top QVs in his last seven games. Like, he just found his rhythm, and he's been balling. And uh, Texans' defense has been looking pretty good, but I just, just give me the Jags. Give me – Doug Peterson, hey, y'all keeping score? Yeah, we're going to fucking play.
1: I respect it. I think that's the only, that's my biggest um takeaway is Doug Peterson has his team really bought in right now. They have everybody playing on all cylinders, and they're winning close games. They get they're making four quarter drives and they're looking good doing it. So oh man, I gotta take the Jaguars. But I think the Texans are showing that like, yo, we can win too. We we can fight. We're fighters. We're not we're not no sure, but we can fight. But their situation on offense is abysmal. Like I'm not I wouldn't even there's no way you can catch me betting on the Texans. Shout out to them boys for getting a win last week against a team that's lost to everybody recently. So, but no, nah, they're not doing that again.
0: On to the four o'clock games. We got to talk a little bit of news with the first game. We're going to bring up the Raiders without Derek Carr versus the San Francisco 49ers, 49ers are fair favored by nine and a half points. But uh, the situation with Derek Carr, where if he gets hurt, they're going to owe him 43 million guaranteed, but instead they're just going to cut him this off season and they don't want owe him a penny because Derek Carr, when he was signing his contract, he took a super team friendly deal. And now he's getting the shit into the stick and they will, and they're planning on cutting him at the end of this year. And I was happy to see a lot of media, a lot of the media standing up saying that's bullshit by what the Raiders are doing. Derek Carr is somebody who sat there through the thick of the shit off field issues. People getting arrested of uh, the firing of a head coach. Moving cities, um changing uh offense like everything's changed almost every year for that boy, and it's never for the better. And yet he stayed around and did the best he could. And now they're basically the saying, all right, we're just gonna save forty. We're, we're business. It's business, Derek. We're gonna save money and just get rid of you.
1: That's crazy fucked up. Fuck he's not crazy. even coming back to the
0: building. They told him don't even come to the building. Just stay home. Wow. It's all business, Derek. Thank you for your time.
1: Wow, that's fucked up. Do you see this team
0: even getting up and playing? Like, because Devontae Adams even came out and posted on Instagram a post about it, like, that's my brother, and if you don't like it, then fuck you, like, type shit. So, like, I just can't see the Raiders even getting up and playing. Like, it's fucked the raid. Like they don't give a fuck about this coach. They don't give a fuck about the organization. They probably looking for the first ticket out of there right now.
1: But uh, Devonte Adams looks like, so crazy for the Packers right now. But um, that's fucked up. And yeah, I don't think I don't see this Raiders team again. I didn't know it was like that. I thought they mentioned him because they were just like, was like, fuck it, season over. I didn't know they said his tenure was over.
0: It's because if he gets hurt, they're going to have to own that money. So they're just going to say – they're just benching him. And they, they don't even want him to come back to the, to the stadium because a motherfucker might trip on the step, and, uh, break an elbow
1: or something, you know. Um, am crying. That's fucked up. He's probably – I'm yeah, I'm praying for him because that's probably – that would put you in a fucked up place mentally.
0: I'm okay if this is, like, Kyler or, like, a Russell Wilson or, you know, someone along these lines, but not someone who's been there for, his, like – it's not even like the Raiders is a good place to be. It's exactly. like he chose to stay in this shit and deal with it for the, for this. So for that whole reason, I'm back in the 49ers heavy here.
1: Yeah, well, I would have backed the 49ers just because they, they literally been making it. Last week was the first time I feel like this team really gave up double digits in a while. So motherfucking, yeah, 49ers all day. Kyle Shanahan better feel like, man, fuck the Raiders.
0: Doing this for my boy. D.C. Yeah. D.C. Uh, uh, before we move on, I forgot to hit on a couple props. Trevor Lawrence over 13 and a half rushing yards. The boy is an athlete. Like, this is just two runs for him, and he's been getting very mobile lately. Chris Godwin over six and a half receptions. He seems to be, like, the number one wide receiver on his team now. Like, Mike Evans has been abysmal, and uh, especially with the Bucks playing the Panthers with no J.C. Horn, Godwin I think is going to have over six and a half receptions. And uh, that catches me up on my props.
1: I gotta check fantasy, I guess, since it's, uh, I, since I'm a constellation as a motherfucker. Now, I guess I'll make sure my lineups straight. Bullshit.
0: Next game, Seahawks are at home, where they're one and a half point underdog against the Mike White led Jets. I mean. If this was Zach Wilson, it's it's as easy as, oh, Zach Wilson's playing, I'm taking the Seahawks. But it's Mike White, it's a different scenario here. We got a we got a real baller on the field. How are we feeling?
1: I mean, he hasn't played in a couple of games, so that's interesting. But the Seahawks I feel like look very good at the beginning of the season. And like they look good throughout the season. But I don't think this is their best stretch at the end of the season. Like I feel like there's still some he there's still some gas in the tank, but like kind of like, they're running again game really close to eat, And going against this Jets defense that's trying to make the playoffs right now, they're really motivated. You got a bunch of young motherfuckers that haven't seen playoff grass before. I think this team, Jets team is coming out motivated and fiery. Like, even if Mike White throws up a dud in the beginning, I feel like they can figure something out to at least score. And this Jets team, this Jets defense looks like they can get good field position with takeaways. So, like, I'm really I'm high high on the Jets right now.
0: See, I'm a I'm on op No, I'm on the same boat. I think the Jets are gonna. I thought you were talking with the i just because the Seahawks are the what are they the second worst rush defense, allowing 156 rushing yards, and the Jets are like a run first team. And I think that and they haven't been able to get the run working with Zach Wilson these past couple of weeks was also because they're going up against better run defenses. Now they're going up against the Seahawks who allow anyone to run against them. I expect I expect a, like uh Knight and Carter to have a decent day. Uh and then as Mike White and Garrett Wilson just eating off the leftovers that are just sitting there because they're going into like a run defense mode. So like Give me the Jets here. I know they're favored on the road, and it is a division rival. And I hope they lose so that they don't can't even sniff the playoffs anymore. But this as one well, of my picks. I got this. It's been close all year, so I'm just gonna go with the Jets. There we go. I do have a prop for this game. It is uh, a Knight over fifty seven and a half rushing yards. The rookie's been looking pretty good. He hasn't played well the last two weeks because Zach Wilson was in. They were running uh, – the defenses were zoning in on the run. Now with Mike White back against the second-worst run defense, 57-and-a-half I think is an easy number for him to hit. Next game, divisional game, big game. Packers must win at home against the Vikings. Packers are favored by three points. They're three-point favorite against the Vikings at home. How are we feeling here, Kev? Do you think Aaron Rodgers gets it done in Lambeau? Or do you think the Kirk Cousins super super team this year with the Vikings gets it done?
1: Dyer Alexander said, "Hey yo, <laughs> 184 two touchdowns, fluke, fluke." But well, why would you say that? Like that's
0: bull. He just put that shit right on the bulletin board for Jay Jettas, bro. He
1: felt the need to say that for real. I mean, this Packers. Is- teams has been looking a lot better later in the season, and a lot of things been going their way, it feels like. And that's cool, but this Viking team knows how to win. Every close game, they've been winning. Like, I don't know what their record on the road is right now, but they look good. Born to. The boys look good. They look great. They beat the fuck out of this team earlier in the season. So, but Matt Lafleur and Aaron Rodgers. It looks like December and January is when they play their best football. So this game could really go either or, either way. And it's in Lambeau, frozen tundra.
0: Vikings are a dome team at home. You know those dome teams don't like going outside in the cold.
1: Yeah, yeah. And look, another perfect time in motherfucking Packers. This game's previews on my TV right now. The Packers have eight takeaways in the last three games, and they've held every team the last three teams under 21 points.
0: I, I, I'm i taking the Packers here too. I thought I wouldn't do, especially this time of the season, the Vikings keep finding ways to win. But the Packers' defense on the past game is still great. I think Kirk Cousins, other than some big plays here and there, I mean, he has weapons. He's going to do his thing. But there will be some turnover plays, I believe. And I just think, like, the Vikings just can't keep getting lucky. They can't keep getting away with it. They can't keep getting away with this shit, bro. Like this isn't this isn't winning football. And Aaron Rodgers, I think, is gonna find a way to win. It just makes sense with the the NFL scenarios. The, it always makes the shit spicy, and uh, everything is like, oh, the Packers. Like, there's a reason why Vegas has the Packers as a favorite. And I know everybody is betting the Vikings as an underdog here. Like, oh, the Viking had a three-point underdog, so I even get the field goal just in case. And, like, Vegas knows what they're doing. They're making this line very enticing for people. And that's why I, it's a scary line. And I'm going with the opposite of what I as myself as a casual would think, and I'm going with the Packers.
1: So this is what's crazy, right? The last time, when they had, when they played the Cowboys, the line was on, um, the line they were underdogs, and I thought they were crazy. Bet against the loss. And then uh, I want to say when they played the, they played one more person.
0: Were, no, I know what you're saying, cause that was the same thing with me. Cause that I that's one thing I remembered, especially the Cowboys game where we're sitting here like, how are the Vikings underdogs? That's it. We both locked it up as an underdog. And we both had the egg on our head. And Aaron Rodgers, this is last game was his first game where he had all his weapons back. He looked good against Miami. I think he's only gonna look better against the worst pass defense in the NFL. Allowing 282 yards per game. 4:25. The Battle of L.A. The Chargers hosting the Rams. Chargers are favored by six and a half points. Who who owns L.A. after this game, Kev? Who gets the bragging rights for this year?
1: I'm still I'm still thinking like I got my pick right now is the Packers, but it might change to the Vikings before the show's over. But motherfucking definitely the Chargers. They, Rams suck. I mean they they just put up fifty one points. Congratulations to them. Cam Akers has a chance to go have another good game to um Patterson.
0: Run defense is shitty.
1: Yeah, Cam Akers has a chance to win and have another good game. But Justin Herbert and them they clinched their playoff. They might not wake up for this game, and I think that's where that's where shit is scary. But I'm definitely taking motherfucking um the Chargers to turn, and then somebody said they um, it's the game and it's the game for the stadium that they didn't help build. <laughs> Facts. I'm taking. I'm taking the. Uh... Wait, is the charges? Are they playing everybody?
0: Yes, Bosa has actually also came back from IR. I'm not sure if he's gonna play this game, but he has been brought back from IR.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely taking the um the boys. Give me the Rams.
0: Just cause there's been a, every week there's been a team that has been an underdog. That's one that were like me and you just had no like we would never pick as an underdog. And like I think that's gonna be the Rams this week, especially with like I wasn't even thinking about how the Chargers already clinched playoffs. They might not even care about this game. I I I'm kind of leaning into that angle heavy here now to thinking like. The still got something to play for. He still wants to, like, kind of be on his team next year. And I feel like the rest of the team also has a lot to play for because they just won a Super Bowl. They don't want to go out looking like some – I mean, you're already looking like some bitches. But, like, you might as well go out looking like Tier A bitches.
1: Yeah, I got the Chargers in this one. Especially, is Der- Derwin James that he gets suspended?
0: Yep, he is out for this game.
1: Ah, oh, damn. I mean, I still like the Chargers with that. It would have been nice to have Derwin James.
0: I I just see the defense playing like some defenses making some big stops here. But I, like I said, like I, I'm only picking them really because I just feel like this is a team I would never pick, and as every week there's one of them.
1: I feel like this is um this is Justin Herbert's chance because he has he has actually zero touchdowns in the last two games, three interceptions. So this is his chance to like finish because they're probably not gonna play next week. So finish the game with some momentum. Finish the season with some momentum. Shit. And I'm Russ was
0: saying I'm, that last week in the Rams. Said, Let me give you your worst QBR of your uh, career. They
1: did. But Russ does suck.
0: Sunday night football, divisional game, big for both teams here. Ravens are at home. Lamar Jackson will miss yet another game. And he wants it all guaranteed. Versus the Steelers with Kenny Pickett, who's coming, who's will be playing this week. Ravens be, beat beat him last time with Tyler Huntley in a very close game, but Mitch Trubitsky did throw three interceptions that game when uh, Kenny Pickett went out. So do, do keep that in mind.
1: I'm still thinking about this Vikings and practice game because I'm like, damn, boy. Just know. take the Vikings,
0: bro. You seem like you want to go to the Vikings, bro. This is I, ain't no one, ain't no one forcing you to take the Packers. <laughs> If you like, if you a Skull fan, just, just fucking let it be, bro. If you, I ain't if, gonna lie.
1: I've been I'm telling gonna lie.
0: people about Captain Kirk for years. And if you're already on the ship, I, I ain't mad at you, bro. It's
1: because Jay Alexander said that shit. If he ain't said that shit, I would have ran with you boys. But he said that shit. And this is going to be a close game. And, like, TJ Hawkinson has a chance to snap. I don't know, man. I might have to take the Vikings, kid. I'll take it back to get two games. But... All
0: right. I officially have put in Vikings under Kev's name on the spreadsheet. <laughs> it has been locked.
1: It's a lot. I am going to take it with my dog. What are you talking about? But, hey, man. Hey, that's not good because all my dogs. i only 413 for dogs. But onto to this Sunday night football. Steelers and the Ra- I didn't know how deep the Steelers and Ravens rivalry is, which I do. But every time I hear new shit about it, it's crazy. So, Pat McAfee and the boys was talking about how they go to the south side and there's like a car that's painted like Ravens colors and they're giving sledgehammers to fuck this car up. That's kind of gay. Yeah, it's, it's, that's kind of that's, right, that's something they do. Like, people were like, really, like, yo, mom, can you please take us? We want to go beat up the car. Like, like fuck. It's fuck Ravens life. week, mom. Like, yeah, fuck Joe Flacco, mom. Ray Lewis ain't shit. So motherfucking this Steelers team is this is a real robbery. Mike Tomlin does not like these West. And I'm telling you, Mike Tomlin is Mike Tomlin in his way to a five hundred season. And they're rolling. They're not eliminated for the playoffs yet, are they?
0: No, they have to win out. They have to hope for like us to lose. And they they have a shot. They're right after the Patriots and Jets, it's the Steelers.
1: So yeah, so like and you seen what they did last season, so they're coming in motivated to win this motherfucking game. They need – I think uh, Huntley is not the best person to play against this defense that's been looking phenomenal the last two weeks. So sure, I got the Steelers because Kenny, Kenny, Kenny was like, bro, I didn't get to play the whole game last time. Fuck
0: you. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Steelers too, dude. I mean, Kenny's not going to throw three interceptions, especially now in the red zone. He settles for field goals of anything. He seems pretty smart with the ball. But does this TJ TJ Watt and his defense against Tyler Huntley, like they, if it wasn't for those three interceptions setting up good field positions and stuff, like I really don't think the Ravens are scoring no more than six points that game. So the Steel, like Steelers, will find a way to go above five hundred for Mike Tomlin. Will they make the playoffs? No, the Dolphins will be sitting there. But I do think that they they are playing for above five hundred, Mike Tomlin. So. They they they're gonna find a way to win here, and I the like Tyler Huntley looked at least good last year. This year he looks terrible. Like I don't know what changed in between off seasons, but he does not look like the same backup that he was last year.
1: You need Hollywood Brown, man, Hollywood Brown. But he can't hit Mark Andrews for shit. So like that's gonna be the, the determining factor right there. Mark Andrews over there throwing his helmet and
0: shit. Uh, oh, I forgot to say also for the Packers game. Uh, Ha Ha Clinton Dix is signing a one day contract with the team to officially announce his retirement from the NFL as a Packer. Another reason why they're gonna beat the Vikings.
1: I did fuck with Ha Ha Clinton Dix. That boy was nice at Alabama. And
0: then our last game is Monday Night Football, and boy, did they give us a good one this week! The Bengals at home as an underdog against the Buffalo Bills. One and a half point is the spread. Bengals five and one at home, Bills six and two on away games. So something's got to
1: give here, Kev. You know what I'm actually surprised about the fact that I haven't really heard anybody build it. This was supposed to be the AFC Championship game last year. This was like this, like this is.
0: I they did a great job with giving us the Bengals Chiefs earlier this year, the Bills Chiefs, and now the Bills Bengals. Like they gave us like all three fucking scenarios just in case we
1: wanted them. I don't know, man. This is a game that like I really don't give a fuck who wins. I wanna see a great game. And the Bengals are on a seven game win streak. They're looking hot. They're rolling right now. The Bills are number one in the in the um AFC, but they have been looking streaky. Josh Allen two interceptions last week. If
0: they, if, if they win here, it will move. The Bills, like if the Chiefs win, which they should win, they're playing the Broncos, it will move the Chiefs to one, and if the Bengals win, Bengals two, Bills three. Wow. And if and if uh be, uh and if the Chiefs lose, it will move the Bengals to one, Bills two, Chiefs three.
1: Whoa. So, like,
0: everyone has to – this is a big win for a lot of teams for, like, seeding in the AFC playoffs. I actually didn't know how much, uh, how much uh, was on the line until looking at everyone's records and standings right now in front of me. But, yeah, not. Nah, like, both teams, they're going to come – prime time game, fired up. This is, like – you know, the Bengals, they love to play great opposition. They're healthy. Bills are healthiest they've been in a while. Like – no, Von Miller still, of course, but I know Poirier's back, so it's not, like they're getting their weapon, their defense back. So, do you do you like? Just give me your pick, here, straight up. Who's your pick here? Because you can, there's no wrong
1: answer. I'm gonna keep talking shit about this because like the because you can talk about how the Bills like didn't look the best last week, but they they I mean they won 35-13 against the Bears, but like they could have did it a lot more convincingly. They could have looked a little cuter with it, and. The Bengals last week played against the Patriots, who low key started coming back. Gunner didn't yeah, score shit in the second half. Made this game interesting, interesting, and Jamar Chase,
0: Josh Allen still with his throwing elbow. He still he didn't get that uh, when he got banged up. He's still dealing with that throwing elbow issue.
1: Nah, for real. So like, my and then but Dawson Knox, he's been balling recently. Like this game can go either or but I'm taking the Bengals. I got I Joe Beasley. He looks like he's not scared of anybody in the AFC and he wants to bring that shit into the playoffs. So, like, I'm, I'm taking the Bengals, man. And, like, imagine the Broncos losing and this Bengals team goes to number one. That shit would be crazy. The Broncos winning and this Bengals team go to number one. I'm here for madness. Say week 18, it should be, should be madness week in the NFL. Nothing but crazy shit should happen in week 18.
0: I want to agree with you it's so bad because I do think the Bengals are probably going to win. But I'm also saying here, like, how am I going to? See? I'm trying to put myself in the. I feel like I make my best picks like moments before kickoff. Like, right before kickoff, I'm just like, oh, this team's probably going to win. Like, so trying to put myself in that feeling right before kickoff. And I think the Bills are going to win. I just think, like, uh, they have been looking rough, but they also seem to be a team that plays up in their opposition. Bengals are the same way. I expect fireworks all game, but I just think the Bills are just they, they, uh, those Josh... And we're going to see, like, a fourth quarter. Bills need to make a drive, and, like, Josh Allen's running on, like, six of the plays, and, like, you know, when he they just look unstoppable, it'll be, like, a third and four, and then Josh Allen just makes a run for ten yards, and then it'll be a fucking, uh, like, second and long, and then Single uh, Singletary takes, like, a 12-yard run himself. Like, it's just, like, whenever we roll it. And it always happens late time of the year, right when it gets cold. And uh, I, I I give me the Bills here.
1: They play in the Buffalo or Cincinnati? They're playing
0: in Cincinnati. They're playing at the Bengals stadium. But the Bills, I don't think they're afraid of away stadiums. That's my one thing. If this – like, I, I was trying to think about, oh, Bengals have a home edge. But I'm like, I just don't see them boys being – Thirteen, they'll show up no matter where they're at.
1: So look, it's the streaks on the line, man. So if the Bills win this game, they're kind of looking like they're they're looking real good to lock up number one. But if the, and they take so like what you said, so the Bills is putting up number one, and the Bengals is putting their streak up on the line, man.
0: Yeah, and if the Bills win here, they're probably almost secured the number one seed. Because I'm not sure who they play the next week, but like. It's, not, it's no one at the Bengals caliber.
1: I'm not gonna lie. The biggest reason why I think I'm safe with my um Bengals pick is just off the face that um the way they play the Dolphins. I don't really like. I don't think this Bills team has gotten much figured anything out since then.
0: Well, we'll see. I mean, we'll find out Monday. Every pick's good until kickoff.
1: Facts.
0: But. Let's get into it. We are we're here. We've been here for an hour. So let's jump into we've broke it all down. So let's jump into the best bets and the locks and dogs of the week, Kev. All right, Kev, kick it off. Give me your lock. Give me your dog. Give me your what what you cooking with?
1: Hey man, you know we're cooking with some sauce over here. State Ragu. No Ragu though. But um I got this is actually a fun one, because like I low-key could have picked all dogs. Could have.
0: You had it in, yes. Yeah. Like,
1: I want to see, like, low-key, man. I'm thinking, like, Eagles.
0: Okay, not bad. Lock.
1: Lock. And then I'm thinking about picking the Steelers and the Bengals as double dogs. But, like, I want to just say, fucking and throw an extra lock on there, and just motherfucking go charges in that motherfucker just cause.
0: So, what? what's the official? I know, you... I mean, you can't throw four if you want to go double up on both. You It's it's your record.
1: I'm feeling myself. Am well, I feeling myself like that? But I'm not going to do it. I'm going to just run in with the Eagles and my double dogs. But the Chargers, boy, that's a good pick right
0: there. All right, so you're going with the Steelers, Bengals, double dipping in the dogs, and you're going with the Eagles as you lock?
1: Yeah, but that Chargers is a good pick. Like, the best bets take the Chargers, six. I don't know.
0: Take the targets, man. Money line, though. Don't go that six. Don't give them six points. So, I mean, shit. I'll have a lock. I don't want to pick them, but, I mean, just my my betting side, this Jets, money line, they're going to be able to run over that Seahawks defense. And I, I guess I got a double dog. I can't I can't have you um up show me here. So, Damn, offense, as an underdog, I mean, that's just oh. too, too nice against the Patriots who have looked shitty, and I feel like people are forgetting that. And then the Panthers, every, I mean, every time I go with them as an underdog almost, I've, I've been feeling – I do pretty well. So, I'm going to keep riding the wave. I don't want the Bucks in the playoffs. It's kind of a, a, a personal pick also here. And then this uh, better. Yeah, this shit is personal, right? I just can't I, – I don't want the boys in the playoffs again.
1: Fuck them. Fuck them.
0: Then I – uh, before I move on to the best bets, I forgot one prop. It was Pat Fryer move. Of the Steelers over three and a half receptions. He's like Kenny he Pickett's favorite target. So four catches, very easy.
1: You think he's a safe fantasy pick?
0: Yeah, he's been like top five tight end all year. He just didn't play like the first few weeks or like three weeks in between. Uh, but with the best bets, I got five of them. Go with the spreads first. Dolphins plus two and a half. I would buy. The extra half point. Don't be cheap. Get the plus three. Get the field goal game. Give me the Dolphins plus three. Then the Jets minus one and a half. They're, they, I just think they're going to, the defense is going to sh- shut down the Seahawks, which have looked very disposable in the second half of the year. And their run defense is abysmal. The Jets will be able to run the ball down their throat. 49ers minus nine and a half. I just, I just don't see how the Raiders even give a fuck about this game after all this shit going on with Derek Carr. That's their guy in the locker room. That's the leader that y'all just kick to the curb like that. I don't expect them to get up for this game. I think the 49ers just blow them out the water.
1: Then uh Mike Gales might get kick to get the boot out of there.
0: And I'm actually going opposite fine. of Kev here. Give me the Rams plus six and a half. Buy the half point. Give me Rams plus seven. Don't be cheap. Get the half point. Make it a whole touchdown game. Just the the, the Chargers, they're they might not, not going to be up for this game. They already clinched the playoffs. They're a young-minded team. They got a young-minded coach. The, whereas the Rams, they're still playing to not go out looking bad this year. Baker Mayfield's playing for a job. And this defense is playing to just look better the second half of the year. And they looked pretty good last week against the Broncos. I expect to, 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 to kind of keep this a game against the Chargers.
1: They look pretty good. What the fuck? I mean, they put up fifty one, but it's also
0: like it's the Russell Wilson Broncos. Like, like you gotta keep it in context. Fifty
1: in the NFL. All all right. that,
0: that's another reason. Like, they they are rolling. I think they're gonna keep it, keep it going.
1: I think that's a good. That's a good. That's a good. Um, especially with the plus five. The like, don't be cheap. Get plus, the plus seven. So, yeah, don't be cheap. Get the extra on um, plus seven. I like it. You got to get to a Don't be
0: cheap, sir. Don't be cheap. Don't be cheap with it. This is You're trying to make money. You can't be cheap. Next, and then my last two is going to be over-unders. Over 39 for the Giants and Colts. I just expect the Colts to put up more points than people think. There's a very low spread. If the Colts can put up 21, uh, they're, we're in good business here, and that's what I expect to happen. And then Browns, Commies, under 41. Deshaun Watson's look terrible, and I can't trust Carson Wentz. Like, this could be a game where we're sitting at a halftime and it's like 7-3, and I'm looking golden because both defenses are the best players on the field. Uh-huh. But those are my one, two, three – yeah, my six best bets of the week. I dropped my prop bets. I had one, two, three, four, seven of them. We gave out our locks and uh, – our lock and double dogs of the week. We
1: broke Don't it all down. down. Hey, man, that's all you map. get, man. That's all you get, man. That boy Paul done gave you another 20 motherfucking picks, 20 motherfucking bets. We done gave you the picks, man. We done gave you the predictions. Now let's see what the fuck happens, man. Hey, happy next time we see you. It's going to be a whole other motherfucking year. New Year's resolution. Maybe the Falcons get some more wins. Definitely stay more focused, stay disciplined. Paul, you got any New Year's resolutions, man?
0: We better make the fucking playoffs. Alright. That's a warning. Alright. That's a warning to them dolphins out there. If if we keep losing and we don't make the playoffs, I would no longer
1: be going. Alright, all that shit's dead. Okay. <laughs> See, I've been watching too much this shit recently. I got scared. I was like, damn, the Don the Don Paul the Don Paulio said hey, we got a motherfucker, you know, we got we're gonna have a problem if we gotta fix this game. But and it's the Patriots
0: but, Jets back to back. Come on now.
1: Come on, man. Let's get it, man. Control your own destiny, man. Let's hope the let's hope the Dolphins make it. Paul might go get them boys a visit. But hey, man, shout out the rest of shout out anybody who's been fucking with us all season, man. We got one more week after this, man. Make sure you tune into the recap. Make sure you tune into the fight club, man. Make sure you just make sure you're, that you stay in tune, man. We got nothing but great shit for you, man. But this has been another episode of Totally this Podcast. In case you didn't know, I don't mind telling you again that this is the Totally Blizz Podcast. I'm in this bitch with Paul Pickham Winning concert My name's Kev Kevin what's the boy? And we don't mind letting you and the motherfuckers that you fin- and the motherfuckers in the new year know that you a big so passing out the medicines. Been on that rock star regimen, knowing that I'm having sin, higher than I ever been. I got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting? Then my gang got tools, you could call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't not new.